You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't think there's any name I could have come up with that would have been more random than that person. <laughs> if I'd woken up in the morning on Friday and said, oh, you know who you're going to see today? Insert name. I mean, it could be a Pete Rose. That, that would be surprising. Yes. I would have been shocked by it that. It is the most random person, I believe. Like, if you were drawing yeah. a drawing of random people, it yeah. would be that one. Even so much so that a show that we've watched recently referenced how random yeah. that name is. Yeah. But still, that was him. Uh-huh. He was there. It sure was. Eyebrows and all. In all of his glory. All right. Well, we'll explain. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to remind you of one very important thing today. If you take away one lesson from this show, one lesson for today that you can pass on to others and share and spread around the world and just spread it everywhere. Stop saying spread. It is this. The best way to go online shopping is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That is the best way to go shopping, Sarah. If you're ever going to do any shopping, tell your friends, spread it around everywhere, spread it to their ears, spread it, spread the words on the internet, spread it on your social media pages, spread it on the side of your Stop. car. That's enough. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. That is the only thing you need to do to spread the good news about online shopping. I feel like shopping. today is, is Monday, like Monday's episode just, should just be called Greg. That's enough. <laughs> that is all I've said all morning. What? I'm just, I'm I'm sorry. I'm you're sorry you're not. You're enthusiastic. I know. I love it that my enthusiasm and my uh, general good mood is is upsetting. Your enthusiasm just involves you making a lot of loud noises on the other side of the table, making up songs, horrible yeah, songs. singing. And they're super distracting as I'm trying to joy, focus. Uplifting spirits. You're not uplifting spirits. It's just me in here. Yeah, well, I'm trying to do... And I'm, I'm telling you, my, as the one... And I have my work cut out for me. As the 100% majority of the person, the people that are in the room with you, you're not making my spirits any higher. Well, that's your own problem. That's not my yes, problem. Yes, that's me. That's 100% of the people whose spirits you're trying <laughs> to increase. Problem if it's not working. Spirits so weighted down, there is nothing that even I can't bring it up. Then that's... Yeah, boy, yeah, that's an issue. Well, anyway, um, that is what I was going to say. FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right, we've got a bunch of things that we're going to get to, including um, I may have found evidence that I, somebody could have been living in my backyard. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. Probably not, but I'm just saying I found – I did some work on the yard over the weekend. Is that how they got the gift bags? I'll, ex- I'll explain here in a minute. Oh. I'll explain here in a minute. Uh, before we do that, though, let's go back to Friday night and – this is something that is just, it's just so random. So Friday... It is quite honestly the most random uh, thing. <laughs> in Portland here, we have uh, Oregon Brewers Festival, which is uh, Brew Fest for short. I always just call it Beer Fest. Beer Fest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beer Fest, Brew Fest. And it's, a, it's actually, it's a really cool festival. It takes place on the waterfront here in downtown Portland, which is just basically, it's a giant park right by the river, right in downtown Portland. And they erect these huge tents. And I don't know how many breweries are there, like 150 breweries or something like Lots that. Lots of That's, them probably yeah. a fair estimate and they all set up and you go down there and it's just like any other kind of brewers festival you know you sample beers and we've talked about it for years because usually i end up going the last th- three or four years i've gone every year mm. before yeah, that we usually went, go like went once, like four years where i didn't go but yeah because i'll go like probably yeah once i've probably gone the past few years too but we'll usually go for like only one of the days for a couple like yeah. a couple few hours, not too like not too long. No, it's not something that you really want to spend a too long a time with. But I think a couple hours that's that's always a good amount of time. And anyway, went down there uh, to that and and sample the beers. You see a lot of people. You see a lot of drunk people, and then you kind of play a joke to see how many. Um, okay, well, there's a drunk girl crying, or there's a dude with a shirt off, or there's you know, <laughs> it's the general things that happen in a bar. We were playing you, the game. Yeah, 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 and it's it's pretty fun. Ran into friends. You always run into somebody you know. But we were down there, and we got a phone call. Sarah got a phone call from a friend of ours about something just completely random. I mean, we're down there at the at, This at is the like the weird, fest. like, I mean, and this is a friend of mine who, like, I yeah. talked to from time to time, but it was just the most random text message. And um, I don't know if you can yeah, yeah. say, okay, yeah, well, no, we've got so, him on the show. Yeah, so my, mm-hmm. uh, my buddy Brad the car guy. Yeah. Oh, if you've time. been a long-time listener, or like, even if you listen to the Rick Emerson show, you know Brad the car guy. He's been a friend of ours for years and years and years. And, um, yeah, and one of his, and he, he owns a company, uh, one of which the, the tasks are that, uh, 
well, if he's lucky enough to get hired, which he does a lot because he works with a lot of like the local film industry and everything here, is that he drives around a lot of celebrities. Yeah. It's like a celebrity car service. Yeah. So like uh, when they're in town. Yeah. So he has like fancy cars and he'll drive around like he'll he'll send me random messages, you know, like, oh, I'm driving around so and so today or hey, Uh you know, Billy Bob Thornton was really cool or all this stuff. So we're downtown at Beer Fest. And I get this text from Brad, and he's like, hey, what are you guys up to? I'm like, oh, you know, we're just at Beer Fest, and we're just hanging out and having a couple beers. And he's like, well, I've been uh, driving around a celebrity today that I think you might be interested in. Should we have people guess? <laughs> who the celebrity was? Yeah. Sure. See if they can guess who it was. All right. How do you want to give some some hints? Um, um, let's think. Let's Because there's two movies that he would definitely be known for. You would know him from probably one, if not the other one. Mm-hmm. And depending on what style of film you, you would like, um, uh, let me let me try to think of something uh, another way to. I do have the music it. for the one that was. Should we do a twenty? Qu- how can we do a twenty questions with this? He's been in. It's a he. We we will say that it's because a man. I did say that. Um, his credits on IMDb. He has one hundred and forty-seven acting credits because wow. I think he takes everything. Um, oh, we are going to have some tickets to give away too, so maybe we can have this be. Okay, I didn't know we were doing that yeah. today. No, we don't. Be. Not today, but I'm saying if we are doing something in a giveaway and we want something to give away, we have that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but are we? So we're not going to say the name of the person today. No, we are going to say the name. Okay, but then let's just do it. But we don't have a giveaway then for today. That's true. Okay, so this giveaway doesn't really make any. You get a you get a spot in our sense. hearts. So we have a giveaway in the future that you can guess now, but then okay, I'm already confused by this. No, oh, don't worry. That's far more confusing than going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon. Link. Oh my gosh, you no giveaway. On the Amazon link. Um, okay, people are in the live chat are trying to guess. So uh, so far we've got Sam Elliott. No, that would be awesome. No, uh, Peter Gallagher. No, Peter Gallagher is closer because Peter Gallagher does have the same trustworthy eyebrows as this man does. Okay. Okay, um, let me take a look here. Uh, how about this guy was in Tales... Oh, did it already get... Oh, well, all right. Well, somebody... That's just Aaron a... ratted us out. Yeah. Aaron Aaron snitched. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of snitches going on, and then Chris just snitched down in the chat and snitched it out early. So, snitching. Uh, so, <laughs> what's happening is this. We It was Billy Zane. Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Yes, Billy Zane. You know him from Titanic... He plays the asshole fiance. Fiance. Yes. To Kate Winslet's Rose character. And then he's also in Tombstone. Oh, okay. He's the uh, he's the the pre- prettiest. What is it? Prettiest guy I ever seen, or something like that. He's the uh, actor in Tombstone. He's very handsome. And Zoolander. Zoolander also. Oh, yes. He's been yes. in he's been in a ton of things. He was in this movie with Marissa uh, Tomei. I cannot remember the name of it and it's killing me. With him and Robert Downey Jr. Uh and Marissa Tomei. It's set in uh where like he tricks her into thinking that he's this guy named Damon Bradley. I cannot remember the name of it and I loved that movie growing up. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Simon in the chat says he hasn't seen either movie. You're poor for not seeing Tombstone. Tombstone is Tombstone's great. May I echo it's Greg's great. sentiment in saying you're poor for not seeing Titanic? I well disagree because on that one, but goodness. I mean maybe you could see it just my because of goodness. the references. He is quite the villain in that. <laughs> he yeah. is uh, he is an unlikable young man. He in plays this. a very rich asshole. He does. He plays it very well. But yeah. Okay. So anyway, Billy Zane, Brad was driving. <laughs> that's enough of Tombstone. <laughs> Titanic in the background. Okay. Um. So Brad was driving around Billy Zane. And continue on with what he he said there, sir. Okay. Oh, it is only you. That's the name of the movie I was thinking okay. of. I all loved right. him from that one. I was okay. Younger. Yeah. So he's like, all right. So uh, I'm on a film set right now because I've been driving around Billy Zane, and we're working. Uh, you know, from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. They do like 12 hour shifts, either from morning to night or night to morning. And he's like, uh, and we're actually really close to downtown. So if, if you guys want to come and like see Billy Zane. Uh, I can just come and, and pick you up, and you can come check out the set and see. <laughs> yeah. So Billy Zane is filming a movie here. And 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 he wasn't with him at the time, but he's like, "Yeah, I'll come pick you up and take you to go see Billy Zane of all things." Like, okay. So we're sitting there, and at I the, like an excuse to see Brad anyway. He's an awesome guy. Yeah, Brad's so like, great. Yeah, but so we're, we're like, just, okay, Brad. So it was me and Greg and our buddy Jessica, and so we're all, and he's just like, "All right, I'll come pick you guys up at the beer fest, and we can all go see Billy Zane." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so and it was funny because we were sitting next to other people too, and we're like, "Well, sorry, gotta go. We're gonna go see Billy Zane right now." 
Like, who who thinks of that name being brought up? And then people, if you're not familiar with Billy Zane, he's like that tip of your tongue. Like, you almost know who he is, but not quite. Yeah. Like, you recognize him. And so what was funny is uh, Greg and I had a meeting yesterday. And then afterward, we were at his house and we were watching uh, that show Rec- uh, Wrecked. Yeah. Which we had a couple of the uh, the stars of that on, which, by the way, that show is really funny. Yeah. If you haven't seen Wrecked on TBS, we, have, we had an interview with two of the stars uh, here on the show a couple of weeks ago. Really good show. It's, it is it's, It is very good. It's I not getting the uh, ratings it deserves. No, it makes me laugh out loud. Like, I didn't think. And I shit you not, after Greg and I spent Friday, me, you know, like, seeing Billy Zane, we didn't quite get to meet him because he was, like, acting. Like, they were actually, yeah. like, no, so, he was well, on let's set. explain that. So, so, yeah, we got to the set. No, no, I'm just saying when we got there. Like, that's what it was. It was funny because we got there and, you know, they were filming and we were going to meet him, but we didn't get a chance to meet him because he was in the middle of a roll. But we went up to a window and just like so looked creepy. in a window <laughs> of a building. Like, oh, yeah, you can stand right there. So we looked in a window and saw Billy Zane. Through and the that window was, that on was a set. And then it was like, I, you so don't feel, you've never felt so creepy. <laughs> they were standing there and like, oh, yeah, well, there's Billy Zane. He's about 20 feet away. He's talking to a director, looking at a script. And then he's just sitting in a chair, and we're just all three of us like sitting there staring, like in the window, like, like "All right." Yeah, we look like orphans from like the nineteen twenties staring into a bakery. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're just, like, <laughs> when we're doing that, I'm like, "Okay, well, this is just there, there. He is. This is strange." All right, let's uh, go ahead and <laughs> like, yes, leave now. That was so weird. We're like, "All right, tick that off the list." We saw Billy Zane. <laughs> so, so we we left Brewfest, and we went and literally saw Billy Zane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we did. Then we hung out with Brad for a while. Yeah. And, was... <laughs> and then we went on our way. And then we did. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. You were you were saying that on Wrecked they yes. they do they have an episode that. So it was the references. funniest thing. It was the most timely thing. So uh, yesterday, so this we met Billy Zane on or didn't meet him. We stared at Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah, we on Friday. Meet, that's not. I wouldn't call that a meeting, Billy no, Zane. No, it is that we did not meet Billy. He Zane. didn't see us. We just Billy we, Zane. We was... peeped on Billy Zane while Thank he was working. God, he didn't see us because if he would have seen us peeping through the windows, he would have been like get these creepy people we, out of we here we peeped on billy zane through a window <laughs> that's what we did <laughs> god we're so creepy but this whole episode of wrecked um again which is really hilarious was uh so they're all like stuck it's like basically a spoof of lost we talked about it when we had those guys on the show and basically they're all you know shipwrecked on this island and they're all kind of going stir crazy and one of them makes a reference to titanic and they're like oh you know that actor who plays kate winslet's can kate winslet's asshole fiance in titanic and basically it drives the entire island crazy because nobody can remember honestly specifically billy zane's name yeah and it is so it's the entire plot for the entire episode and it was it was very funny yeah, it was like it was, how timely it was. Yeah, too. it was pretty like, timely. We just we just saw Billy Zane. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so went peeped on Billy Zane on Friday night. Stop that was peeped on Billy Zane. Well, that's kind of like what we're it was. Creeping into his hotel room. I'm not saying he was doing anything wrong, but I mean, we looked we, at him. We were looking in through a window, and he didn't know we were looking at him. I would call that peeping. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He was acting. He was on a set, or he was in between. They they weren't filming anything. He was looking at a script and talking to somebody. They were like getting on their marks, Greg. Yeah. Well, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was I would I would say that's I would say that's peeping. It was peeping. Yeah. I mean, we were quite literally standing on our tiptoes, peeping into the he window. He didn't know we were looking at him, so I think the that other kinda... people who were working did, and that made me even more self conscious because it's like, okay, great, like they're all working with him, and they're like looking at us, the random people who are just peeping in the window. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Is Billy Zane there? Is that Billy Is Zane? Billy Zane here? <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's what we did. <laughs> it was it was cool to see the set though. It was it was fun. Um. Yeah, that was that. That was it. That was our experience with Billy Zane. So I guess we can cross that, cross that off. Cross that off. Saw Billy Zane in person. I don't know. I guess he's gonna I'm be gonna here try. for a while. He's Maybe gonna be we'll, here for a yeah. couple of weeks. So. We should see if we can get him on the show. Well, absolutely. I mean, that would that's be the, that's the yeah, that's the end point. All right, we'll see if we see if we can work that. Mm. See if we can get Billy Zane in here. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I think if 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 it's possible, I know Brad will let us know. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know what he's like in person, or I've heard conflicting reports. Nothing from Brad, but I mean, yeah. after we saw Billy Zane, uh, I was doing some research on him, seeing how temperamental he was, and it's either you know he's not terrible, he's not wonderful, he's just kind of somewhere in between. Okay, like he's a just nice a guy. person. Yeah, just a just a human. Yep, a beautiful bald human. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so anyway, that that happened. Um, just had to just had to say, I don't even know how you transition out of that, but saw Billy Zane through a window. So <laughs> here we go. Dear world. I thought about posting it on Twitter on Friday night, and then I was like, well, without any more explanation, this sounds really sad. sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And it's kind of sad. Like, hey, just saw Billy Zane on set. 
Like, did you talk to him? Nope. Looked at him through a window. Did you guys make eye contact? Nope. Nope. Just looked at him through a window. He's completely unaware of my existence, but... <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was still oh, really cool. So Friday was, that the, was Friday. the night of peeping. Uh, but then, okay, back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Something completely different. Uh, <laughs> um, having to do with my house. So we, we go from Billy Zane, the highlight of the weekend, clearly, seeing Billy Zane through the window, and then... I mean, that's the highlight of... Our lives, basically. Right, yeah, that's pretty I much mean, it. don't just it's going on my it resume. the weekend. I'm putting that on my acting mm. resume, even. Uh, so, so that happened. But I've been talking about, you know, my house. And uh, I have to say this. I live in a house in southeast Portland. And I've got a couple of roommates. And I've got a backyard. And the backyard shares a fence with the strange Russian gangster neighborhood neighbors. And on top of that, I've got these... I've got a lot of um, foliage on my property. Foliage. Does that mean, like... Brush? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot Is of. Is that a fancy word for saying like weeds? Uh, not weeds anymore, but I have a lot of trees. I have an inordinate amount of trees, and I have these things called laurel woods that are, they grow really thick and really tall and really fast, and they're really obnoxious. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and so. so the problem is, I always have to, I always have to be cutting these things down. Mm. And it's a real, real problem. Oh, is that the, the stuff in the, in the front of your house? That giant yes. bush thing? Okay. Yes. Yes. And that is the that is the problem. So I have to cut these things down all the time. And with that, there's things that get since they, they get so overgrown, people throw things in them all the time. I'll just go cut to the straight to the chase. I'm talking because about they're this overgrown, the, it's because people are assholes. Yeah, people are assholes and they grow really thick and I'll cut them back, but then people will dump stuff in there and there's no way to see. It's it's a pretty wide uh thatch of these things mm. so it's it's really hard you would never know you could easily hide you could hide a lot back in there you could hide a body yeah okay oh yeah you could yeah you said yes too quickly yeah no i mean you definitely could mm-hmm. and then there's you know the leaves pile up so it gets really thick underneath there so it covers it up really quick it actually probably be a, an ideal spot to do that which i'm not advocating or or encouraging anyone to do but i'm just saying if you really wanted to you could probably get away with it for a little while there not now though because i'm cutting it back so now I can see in there. But in previous years... So you missed your prime body hiding time. No, I'm just saying it could happen. In previous years, um, what has happened is I've found all kinds of different things. I've found tires under there. People have st- thrown tires like underneath. car tires? Car tires. Full car tires that have been thrown back in there. I've found um, stolen checkbooks. I've found... I found a wallets back there before because people will steal things and they'll throw it in there. Mm, throw the remnants. Throw the remnants in there. Did Lots thought, of trash. Did you find our gift bag bags? I did not find our gift bag bags. No, I was. Did, did it cross your mind? Yes, absolutely. But yeah. they, they they took those. Somebody is. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, we're not even gone. thinking about that. Yeah, th- those no. are gone. That's gone. Um, I, I did find the uh, purse back there that one time, and this was a couple of years ago where we were live on the show, and I brought it down here, and I found. And I, I was like, oh, I got to get this purse back because I found a woman's ID in there. And that was the time that I also found the crack pipe. Do you remember that? Mm, Where we were live on that. air and then we called the police and we had the police come and take the crack pipe mm-hmm. that I had found from my from the side, the side yard of my house. That's that's an example of some of the things that I have found back there. There's And there's more. I'm just not even thinking of it because it's, it's just so common. This time, though, when I started looking through there, um, uh, naturally, there's always a lot of like cans and things like that that people throw in there and garbage and wrappers. And there was no shortage of wrappers and garbage this time. There were um, like phone chargers and... Oh, really? Like oh, yeah. outdated ones? or uh, No, no, like packages for phone chargers. And oh. No, like USB ones. And then all kinds of other like bags and like clothes, shirts, socks, like people's things thrown back in there. And I think part of it is because I had that guy. So who your was, brush is like a goodwill, like donation bin. Kind of. I think a lot of this may have come from I had a guy who was parked out in front of my house for a while, and I did talk about this on the show last winter, where he was clearly living in the back of his truck, mm-hmm. and he was like living there. It was just like a, a mess. It was like a little nest he created in the back of this truck underneath a canopy. And when he left, he dumped out all of his crap onto the side of the road on my property. And I think he must have thrown a bunch of it back in there. Ugh. So I think that's probably where some of it came from. But I also found one shoe, just one shoe so far. And I looked at it and when I grabbed it, it looked exactly like one of my shoes. 
that I could have been missing and I just didn't realize it because sometimes I leave my shoes outside. If I'm working in the yard or whatever, I'll leave them uh, out in the back because they're all muddy. And I'm not sure if it was mine or not. It's the right size. It does look like one of mine, but I'm looking to verify that I don't still have that pair of shoes that I hadn't taken them in. Because I have like, I keep my old shoes just for that, for like yard purposes. So if they get beat up, I just, you know, whatever, who cares? Mm. They're old shoes. But this one looks just like one of my shoes. It, if it's not mine, it's virtually identical to one that's, to a pair that I've had. So I need to verify it. I'm going to verify it today. I'm looking for that pair just to make sure that if it, it matches up. But if I'm missing one, that means that one was taken off of the back porch too. And I threw it in there. So I want to see what else is going to be in here. And right now I've got this big, huge stack of leaves. And as I'm going through, I I think I'm going to find some good stuff. Like what, what defines good stuff? Well... Because I, if they found the good stuff, like they're throwing the remnants of of things that they find, so like you're getting like the sh- like well, the parts I found of a crack pipe don't back there. That's not a that's not is that good stuff? Well, no, I'm not saying that's good stuff, but uh. I'm saying that's that's interesting stuff. And I found you know an ID before. I'm just saying I could be on the verge of whatever is back there. A somebody probably could live back in there. You really could have. Yeah, what not, you you touched on that briefly earlier. You think that somebody might have maybe at I don't some point think lived so. back there? I don't think so, but it, there's a there's a point back in there and again, not now because I've ruined it for somebody because I've cut it all back, but you could have it's possible if you had gotten back in there. Yeah, you could you could set up a little system back in there. You could live back in there. I mean, how often do you check back there? Are you talking well, about like, your little shed overgrown. area? No, not the shed area. Oh, no, the part I'm that do- the meth heads used to jump through. Mm, kind of. Okay. Kind of along those lines. I mean, in the bushes themselves. I think that you could, I think that maybe you could uh, You could live back in there. Well, we did make a lot of forts when I was younger in, in like bushes and things with all the neighborhood kids. Yeah. And we could like fit underneath them. Yeah. So I don't know. I may have disrupted something. I may have disrupted some kind of system because there was, there was also food containers back there. Um, a lot of stuff. Wow. A lot of stuff. And I'm going to try to get to the bottom of it. See, that's what I'm going to do today, but not with my yard, with my apartment, because I'm ready to what, like- you think I, somebody's living in your apartment? I No, I'm living in my apartment, but I'm saying I have so much stuff. I want to find some of my treasures that I forgot about, because my, I just have so much accumul- like accumulated stuff. I have too many things, and I'm in the mood today. Like, I have to wait till I get in the particular mood. Uh-huh. And today, I'm totally in the mood to just, I, I have, you know, like- 12 garbage bags. I'm just going to fill it up with like clothes and shoes that I don't wear anymore and just get them the hell out of How my How do you apartment. have 12 garbage bags worth of stuff in your... Well, no, I don't yet. But I mean, I'm saying I, I bought a box of 12 garbage bags. So maybe I can fill them all. Okay. We'll see. No, I have like already like three or four full of stuff that I don't have that I just donate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was there more to this story? I, I'm not sure where you were going with nope, that one. that's it. Okay, that was it. All yeah. right. Okay. I don't think I'm going to find anything as exciting as a crack pipe though. Well, unless you unless you do, then that's an even maybe better I'm a secret story. crackhead. Maybe I have tricked myself. <laughs> well, you could it could be that, or also you could have somebody living in there. I, I you're not there. Nobody would be able to fit. I'd like I can check the nooks and crannies in about mm, five seconds. Being in my apartment, mm, I don't know, but they don't I have to be, be there when you're there. For you. What if there's a what if there's a hidden door? I like to come home at sporadic times just to make sure in case anyone did get into my apartment that they're always caught off guard. Yeah, but if they've got a hidden door, they can just hop there out really There is no quick. hidden door. My apartment is too small to have a hidden door. Uh, could be maybe you've got a closet. Maybe they hop in through the closet. They crawl through the walls. There could easily That could easily happen in a place that's as old as your building. Yes, that's an old building. It's multiple stories. There's a lot of units. It's clearly been, hasn't always been apartments. So there's different hiding places in the walls. They just found a hidden room in a wall, literally in your apartment. And I think that's easily somebody could be crawling through the walls and living in your apartment when you're not there. I mean, how great would that be? They'd have a free access because they could go anywhere they wanted in there in the entire building because they know people are gone most of the day or different times. They would learn people's schedules and they have their little uh, secret uh, compartments where they can hide, duck back through it at a moment's notice and they always know where that is. I mean, they're always discovering new rooms in my building. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if there are passageways. I mean, there must be. I'm sure there are. I mean, if it was an old hotel, Uh like I know that they had, you know, they probably had to be able to like transport, you know, dishes and things like without... Bothering the, the I think you could easily saying. have something like that going on. Have you lost anything lately? Have you noticed anything missing? Well, I mean, I'm always losing things. But if you have 12 garbage bags worth of stuff, you could easily be missing stuff and not realize it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I just think that it's... 
I mean, you have all kinds of weird nooks and crannies in there that could easily be false walls, and he just locks them. Greg, I him. basically have three rooms. It is not nooks and crannies. I have. He goes back I in have there. a restroom. I have a kitchen. And I have one room that is my bedroom, uh, living room, dining room. I'm just saying, I mean, somebody could be living in there for years and nobody would even know. He can go in, just take a little bit out of each person's fridge. Be like, I'm going to snack on this. There's nothing to take out of my fridge. Well, not yours, obviously. Yeah. He's not going to eat in yours. He's just gonna. He's probably going to lay down and- I think and, I have some baby carrots and, a, and butter. He'll probably nest in yours, but mm. he's not going to eat your stuff. But there's other and people- And some almond have, milk. That's about all I yeah, have. Yeah, there's other people who will eat food from the other rooms. Mm. But he can go in there and he can wash himself up. You know, and he wouldn't have to worry because if he leaves it a little messy, nobody's going to know, especially in the kitchen. Like, you're not going to know if somebody's been using your plates. Yes, I will. Mm, I kind of. I don't have that many plates. Yeah, I'm going to guess you could probably get away with it. I could live in your apartment without you knowing about it. If I had a secret That's compartment room. so creepy. Why do you keep saying the creepiest things? I'm just saying, I, I mean, I think I think I could get away with it and you would have no idea. You wouldn't be able to get into my apartment. Well, if I had, if I knew the access to the secret uh, compartments, to the, to the, uh, you know, the wall rooms, if I knew how to get to those, because clearly there's a way, and he probably locks them from behind, so you wouldn't know it. Even if you pushed on the wall, you wouldn't be able to find it, because he locks it from behind, because he's always there behind the walls until he comes out, and he leaves it open, so that way he can jump back in at a moment's notice, and then locks it, and then. And just sits there. I like how you're the one projecting mouse. that in my small studio apartment there are hidden things, even though you have creepy little doors with hidden rooms in your actual house. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're the one. I think you're projecting. No, I'm just saying your your place is big enough. He could do it, live there. A person could live there for years and not get caught. My place is absolutely not big enough. Yours totally is. No, not your apartment. Your your complex. The building. I'm not. I'm saying it's not just you. He's going into all these different places. Mm-hmm. He's basically he's got like a hundred apartments all to himself. He just can't stay in one for any certain amount of time. Keelan is saying Greg so wants someone to share his drifter pain. That's totally it. Well, because you just confessed that you think someone may or may not have been sleeping in your bushes, living in your bushes, and now you think that someone probably is... be pretty safe back there. You probably have some raccoons or possums to deal with. I'm sure there'd be some some wildlife uh, that would fight you. But yeah, damn it. Some fighting over the food a little. Yeah, probably some mm-hmm. fighting over the food, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You just have an odd fascination with like finding random things, like what you consider to be treasures. There's things hidden around us uh, everywhere that we c- that we just don't realize. You know, there's there's secrets. There's secrets all around us. We're just not paying attention. I think there's secrets in your apartment complex. I think somebody lives in your walls. Hmm. I think it would be a perfect place. You've already found hidden rooms in the building. For real, it's true. They there are there room. are hidden rooms. Yeah, that they they just uncovered a room a few months ago, which by the way is still boarded up. Yeah, they haven't done anything with it. They just put like a giant tacky piece uh-huh. of plywood over it. Yep, and there's a room back. So they there. flushed him out there. So now he's spending more time in the apartments during the day till they mm. close that back up, and then we can go back in there. Yeah, yeah, you've got a room guy or a there's, wall guy. I do not. You're so weird. The wall no, man. I do not. Is yeah. not the wall man. There's a wall man. There's not a wall man in your apartment complex. I bet I would be willing to bet there is. I mean, there are lots of noises constantly in my apartment, but it's wall because man. there's so many people that live there, and there are lots of you know, there's lots of foot, foot traffic and everything. Wall man, yep. It's not a wall man. Stop saying wall man. I think there's a wall man there's that lives there. There's not a wall man. I mean, it just makes sense. Here's what happened: he was because you have all these different apartments in there. There's also like the premium ones on top that are like, aren't there in your apartment complex? There's like a, there's the big fancy ones, like a suite at top. It's, it's not a suite. There are like studios, like a one double bedroom, size. two bedrooms. Okay, yeah. two so the bedroom. two bedrooms are. Pretty large They're the and pretty premium expensive. One. Okay, so here's what happened. Your building's really old. So back in the uh, 60s, there was a, a rich couple that lived there. They owned the building. They lived in the upper floor. And they had their 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 three kids, and two of them were, were perfectly normal. But the third kid, he was a little bit off. It was a little bit, a little bit weird. And he would scare the tenants of the building because he would stand there and he'd stare at people all the time. And, and it would unnerve the tenants of the building. This was the livelihood of the couple up there. So they, since this kid, this youngest kid, since he, he scared all these people, his name was Baxter. And so since Baxter scared everyone, 
they were like, Baxter, damn it, you can't be scaring all of the tenants of this building. You need to stay up here. And they kept telling him, telling him, and he would sneak out at night and he'd run around the hallways and he'd stand there at people's doorways and he'd stare in and he'd just stare at the door. And then he'd like look through the peephole and he reversed some people. So he's looking in at everybody and it freaked all the tenants out. And this is their whole business. So they couldn't have that happening. So they told Baxter, you have to stay in the room upstairs. They had, you know, they had the two bedrooms. So they put Baxter in the room. They made him stay in there and he had to stay in that room all day long and they wouldn't let him go out because he was freaking everybody out you know it's a different time back then and then Baxter though he was a smart kid he was strange but he was really smart and so he figured out he's like oh right well I can't get out but I I have to go stare at things he started going crazy because he didn't have anyone to stare at because he doesn't know how to interact with himself if he's not looking at somebody else he's going crazy in his head he's got to look at something all right Greg how does he how does he get to well this is when he figures out you know he's small and he gets down there underneath his bed and he's He's got like a, you know, like a protractor and different things in there, like kid stuff. But he figures out, he spends years and he's carving into the wall. Finally, he punches through and he's got it all covered up. It's kind of like a jailbreak. And he gets through into the wall and then he, he comes back in and he covers it up. He's, he's got it sort of little, like flop back over it and so like a, a drape so you can't see well, where the I hole was. And then the parents, they come in there and they're like, oh my God, where's Baxter? Because they feed him, you know, twice a day and, and they take a bucket out. They don't even let him leave the room. And they're like, oh my God, where's Baxter? We can't tell anybody about this. We can't let anybody know that Baxter's missing because, you know, we'll lose all the tenants and people will freak out. And then so they they search and they search and they find where the hole was where Baxter had cut into the wall and Greg. they seal it up. And they're like, you know what? Fine. That's where Baxter's going to stay. He's not coming back here again. And then they start hearing all through the night. They hear this scratching. You know what that is? That's scratching at the walls that Baxter was doing because he was running around. He was letting them know he was still there. And they'd be like, Baxter, Baxter, we're sorry. But it's too late. It's too late. Baxter is done with it. Baxter is is already gone and he's living in those walls and they can never find him because it's too big of a building and finally so he's wall boy yeah he's wall boy and they're scratch he's scratching at the walls and then finally the parents are like i can't take it anymore it's driving us crazy because we just hear the scratches and we don't know where baxter is and so they leave and they move out and somebody else takes over the building and they have no idea about what's going on but baxter baxter's still there i think it's the plot of a movie that i've seen baxter's recently. 60 years old and he's still living there okay in the walls He's a wall man now. He's a wall man. And now he gets to stare at everyone whenever well, he I wants to. I was going to, to say, because you, you weren't taking a breath, like there are actually little um, like um, patches where there used to be tiny little doors in the hallways, but they don't, exactly. but they don't go any, holes. No, but they don't go anywhere because they were old milk delivery holes. Oh. Like that's where the that's where the milkman would uh, keep uh-huh. the milk. Perfect place for Baxter to hide. It is not, it, it's not two-sided. Like they would just open it and put it there and then you could just take it out when you got back. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it doesn't connect to anything, but there are like old uh, like milk, no Baxter. Milk holes. That's a perfect place for him to stare because mm-hmm. that's all he wants to do. He just wants to stare because if he doesn't stare at something, if he doesn't see something going on living in somebody else's life, he gets into his own head, and that's when he goes crazy, and that's when bad things happen. Oh, I don't want to ruin it, but I just remembered what movie that exactly sounds like, and that movie was terrifying. And now I'm going to associate the Wall Man with the movie that I saw. That's Sweet, super like that. Perfect. Yeah, Baxter. Baxter, Baxter lives the in the walls. Wall yeah, Baxter lives in the walls of your apartment complex. You're so weird. I think it's a very valid theory. A valid theory? I think, I mean, really, if you break it down. Uh... I like how you've totally, like, deflected, like, your creepy house with all, like, your crack pipes and everything in the bushes, and then you've made it into me having a wall man. Uh... Pretty valid. Is it? Is it? We'll put it in the realm of definite possibility. I don't think it could be further from that realm. <sighs> Baxter the Wall Man, really? Yeah, he lives in your apartment complex. You're the one that's got to deal with him. Ew. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, of course, you know here in World of Crazy, I like to have many reports on things that interest me. Uh, not limited to, but most of the time including cheese. Uh, you do like cheese. I do like cheese. Yeah, this it's is It's going to be a sad day when I finally have to acknowledge the fact that I'm most likely lactose intolerant. And I shouldn't be eating cheese so much tooth? cheese anymore. Yeah. Yes, it's true. And a hardcore well, cheese tooth. I just found tooth. out a, a fun fact today, which I did not know. Okay. Greg, 
I just found out what the most expensive cheese in the world is, and I wanted to know if you would be interested in perhaps eating said cheese. Is it something eat- gross? No, it's not gross. Okay. Because we eat, like, cow cheese. Yes, I do eat cow cheese. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's pretty much cheese. I eat cow cheese. Cow cheese. All right. The world's most expensive cheese is donkey cheese. <laughs> donkey cheese? Would you eat donkey cheese? I mean, they're kind of like kind of horses. Oh, donkeys. Oh, no, those are I mean, or mules. cows. Mules. They're mules. mules are, eat- no, mules are sterile. Mule. A mule is a cross between a donkey and a horse. Okay, and a donkey's just a donkey. Donkey's just a donkey. Would you have donkey cheese? Uh, donkey cheese? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I feel weird saying no because I eat, like you said, cow cheese. Mm-hmm. I've tried goat cheese. I mean, I, uh, I, I guess, yeah, I guess would. I would try it. Well, a person, a cheese specialist named Kristen Vukovic, uh, let's see. Has let's see, is talking about a cheese that they experience where the milk from donkeys is used to make the world's most expensive cheese, donkey cheese, which is uh, a small cupcake-sized mound of cheese, will set you back almost sixty dollars. A cupcake-sized piece of cheese. Well, then no, I'm not going to buy sixty dollars worth of cupcake cheese. That's the most expensive cheese. Yeah, so it's. I, I figured can, that cheese would be more expensive than that. For no, like it the, can cost six hundred dollars to more than a thousand dollars. Six hundred dollars. You just said sixty dollars. No, no, it says a small mound. I think that they're talking about like a tiny cupcake size. When they say cupcake, I don't think they mean like American giant fat-ass cupcakes, you know. I think they mean like smaller cupcakes. So they're saying that is $60. A pound of it costs $600 to $1,000 a pound. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yes. What size of cupcake are they talking about? Greg, I don't know about what fucking size of cupcake it is. Where's the story from? Uh, Serbia. Serbian cupcakes are tiny, huh? Tiny Serbian donkey cupcakes, yes. Okay. All right, yes. So almost $1,000 a pound. Uh, donkey cheese is described as sweet, clean, and mild. Um, so it's supposed to be very delicious, and it's vitamin-rich. Donkey milk has long been heralded as a immunity booster, anti-aging serum, and donkey cheese has also been touted as a natural Viagra. Oh, to give wow. you more virility. Seems like a little bit of an oversell. It's just cheese when it when it really comes down to it. Well, because the milk is low in the protein needed to make cheese, it is not only donkey cheese, it's mixed with goat's milk, too. Oh, so it's not pure donkey cheese. It's, it's uh, 60 donkey, 40 goat. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so production of donkey cheese is similar to that of, uh, donk- uh, of goat cheese. It takes three gallons of donkey milk to produce a pound of cheese and female donkeys don't pr- produce that much milk which makes it that invaluable because mm. you can't make that much cheese. Okay, alright. Also it says as a delectable side dish donkey sausage is just the ticket. Donkey, donkey sausage. Huh? You had donkey sausage? No, I've had bear sausage reindeer sausage moose uh, not in a sausage form though. Not a moose Elk sausage. sausage. Yeah. So you'd probably have donkey sausage. I would probably try a donkey sausage, yeah. 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 All right. Do you remember these things that we talk about like once every 10 years? The corpse flower? Oh, yeah. Thing that only blooms. Stupid well, ass it's just starting. Yes. I know. Well, it's starting to bloom. So I'm just letting this know if people haven't heard of this. So uh, corpse flowers all over are all starting to bloom at once. And they only bloom for one or two days. And that's every 10 years. So people, of course, are lining up all over the country to get a uh, look and a smell of the corpse corpse flowers when they're in bloom. They're called corpse flowers because they smell like rotting death. I just don't understand. I mean, every year there's one that blooms, right? No, no. Uh, well, I guess every year, but it takes 10 years yeah, for, for them to get Yeah, for a single flower, yes. but I mean, there's new but there flowers aren't that planted. Very, no, they're rare, so I mean, there aren't that many of them. Okay. So it's a rare tropical plant. It takes nearly a decade to form its first bloom, and when it does, the odor it releases is comparable to rotting flesh, and so it only lasts for a day or two before it just completely dies and then it's gone. So uh, the corpse flowers from Missouri to Florida, they're all in different states and different places, all are randomly blooming at the same time, even though they're not approximately the same age. Huh. So they don't know, scientists don't know why the phenomenon is happening. Okay. But the flowers are releasing their stinky, deathly smell in Bloomington, Indiana, Sarasota, Florida, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, and New York. So all of them are happening at the same time. So only 157 corpse flowers have bloomed between 1889 and 2008. So it's wow. pretty rare. So how is this thing still even a plant? 
I because I don't I don't know I don't know the history of corpse flowers or how it does I just know that like every few years one of them's blooming and everyone loses their shit because they go and smell it and it smells really gross. So, so the Latin name for the flower, the corpse flower, is Amorphophallus titanum, which is translated to mean giant misshapen penis. <laughs> so the flower is said to share some chemical compounds with lim- uh, Limburger cheese and human feces. Uh, yeah, which creates the smell to attract insects to help the plant to pollinate. So descriptions of the smell range from person to person. I wonder, if, do we know anybody who's ever smelled the corpse flower? Um, I mean, not off the top of my head. I'm sure we know someone. Oh, Ontario has. dude in the chat says there's one uh, near here. It seems to bloom every year. Well, he is in Ontario, though. That's not near. Well, I know, but like, there's a corpse flower up there. Oh, so I'm saying him. maybe you yeah, so can go smell it. And s- smell it and report back? And report back. Okay. Yes. So if you're near a corpse flower, smell it and give us a give us a description of what it's okay. like. Okay, all right. All right. Give us give us the feedback, the scoop. Give us the feedback. All right, a Florida woman has been arrested after she drove herself to a police station high on meth asking for help with the dead bodies that she said were chasing her underneath her truck. Oh. Yes, she has been arrested. After police say she arrived at a police station under the influence of methamphetamine asking for help with the dead bodies under her truck. Spoiler alert, there are no dead bodies. Oh, there, there weren't? Just, no, it was just meth. It oh. Was, it, was, it was her meth. So Carla Jenkins was pulled over uh, last weekend in the rear parking lot of uh, Panama City Police Department after an officer observed her driving erratically with the truck flashers on, honking the horn, and driving very fast, zigging and zagging. Uh, Police said she told officers that, quote, she was running from the dead bodies chasing her under her truck, and she said that one of the dead bodies was missing an arm and still trying to catch her. Okay. Well, Jenkins did not have a, a driver's license, uh, and the officer said their eyes were completely dilated. She was sweating and had cold chills, even though it was really warm outside. Police say that indeed she did admit to doing a uh, quote little meth. Oh, just a dab. Just a just a little dab will do you. Uh, and the officers also found two open bottles of vodka, one empty and the other half empty, All right. or half full, depending on your yeah outlook. right. I mean, well. Yes, Carla Jenkins was arrested and charged with driving under the influence and was issued a citation for her open containers. So, But there were no st- dead bodies. There were no dead bodies. It was just okay. the Okay. All right. It was the meth. Interesting. Speaking of people high on drugs and hallucinating other things, at another Florida, a Florida couple, well, a Florida couple believed to be under the influence of the drug Molly have been arrested after they used a machete to chase ghosts that they said were haunting their house. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, how is it? Okay, first question right off the bat. What good is a machete going to do against a ghost? Well, according to being human, if it's solid iron, you can banish the ghost from your house for a particular amount of time. We're... No one watches being human. I'm sure somebody has. I'm sure somebody has, but I mean, no one's going to know that specific well, then they reference. Know exactly what it, that's a 1% then. I think that's the one, a 0.02%. The 1% will like it. Well, yes. Uh, so they were arrested because uh, while they were deciding to do this, their children were safe, but they were sleeping in the room. Uh, in the house, and this is when they were both high on Molly, decided to chase the ghosts through their houses and then out onto the streets to try and get rid of them with the machetes. Wait a minute, but the ghosts went out of the house onto the street? Well, their names are Jonathan Ponce and Megan Silva. Uh, so deputies say they found Silva running down the street. She told them that she was high on Molly and running from Ponce because he was trying to kill all the ghosts with the machete. Well, deputies say they found a machete in the Wait, front yard. Again, how are you going to kill a ghost that's already dead? I don't know, You're not going to kill the ghost. Well, maybe they know something that you don't. The ghost is dead. And by the way, my friend, uh, my pal Eddie in the chat, totally got my Being Human reference. I'm sure people watch Being Human. I'm sure it's a wonderful show. I'm just saying that's... Deputies say they found... You asked for an explanation. I gave you the most logical explanation I could think of. We are dealing with reality. Number one, you're not going to be able to hurt a ghost with a machete. Who says that... It's not going to go running outside of the house because it's already a ghost. It doesn't need to do that. It doesn't. It can hide in whatever room it wants to. Yes, because it's like like, Wall Man. Only he doesn't even have to worry about the holes for the walls. Because you're the be all end all when it comes to ghosts. On top of that, they are or are not. Thirdly, oh my god, you're not going to kill a ghost. The ghost is already dead. You may find some way to banish the ghost. You can banish the ghost, but that's not killing it. It's already dead. Well, that's what it is. If when you swing the the iron, it's it's a form of banishment. Yes, but that's not killing a ghost. They said they were going to kill the ghost. You can't kill a ghost. Well, it depends. You can destroy a ghost. I mean, a ghost is still an existing it's entity. The, it's not the same thing. Hopefully, it gets its door. Oh my! This being you. Ugh. 
Deputies say they found the machete in the front yard of the couple's home. Ponsu admitted that he was also a little high on Molly. Uh, said he'd been using it to chase ghosts out of his house. Uh, well, yes, uh, when investigators went to the house, they found their children sleeping, but unharmed. Uh, deputies say Ponce and Silva displayed erratic and paranoid behavior and were both arrested. All right, I do have one more story. It's about Pokemon. Oh, boy. But I saved it till the end because, okay. of course, this is happening. Now, of course, everyone's jumping on the, the Pokemon train. The crazy train. Did you see that story about how a bunch of people's games reset and set them back to... Uh, that happened to some people that I know because Pokemon Go, they did an update to the app, and for some people, it completely erased their settings and set them back to zero. And... Um, I'm not making fun of you if you did that. I that noticed. sucks. Because that happened to me when I played Legend of Zelda, and I was on the last on the last fucking level, and my NES system fried, and then all of a sudden it sent me back to the to the beginning. It was the most frustrating. I, oh, I was so mad. It still makes me mad. Thinking. I know that happened to uh, Dwayne from Calgary. I, I'm not sure if Sebastian, that happened to him too, but... All right, well, that happened sucks. over the weekend. Yeah, so a lot of people's settings got set back. However... Something else that always happens is sex toy companies like to, of course, exploit anything that's popular in pop culture at the particular moment. Sure. So, of course. Oh, no. There's now a sex toy company that has come out with a vast array of sex toys called Pokemon Dildos. Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Dildos. Here's the description. It says, uh, may we please introduce our new range of Pokemon sex toys. Become the ultimate Pokemon master with your new (laughs) silicone friends. Let your imagination run wild as you play under the sheets. Choose your new companion wisely as uh, the Poke, so it's the Poke sex data, has all the information that you will need. So you have uh, a few choices to choose from. So there's Bulby. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God, that's so gross. Which is a grass-type Pokemon. I don't know what that means. Bulby has a large head, making it very pleasurable, a uh, very pleasurable head to ha- or friend to have. Uh, there's also Charmy, who's a slightly thinner fire-type Pokemon with a flaming tail. Do these things mean anything to you? Uh, kind of. I mean, I'm still learning about some of that stuff. But yes, that, that sounds familiar. It makes a little bit of sense. All right. Uh, there's also Squirty. Oh my God! Really? Who's a water Pokemon? Is this real? I'm trying to. I was trying yeah. to look this up just to see. Not that I want to. Oh yeah. Yeah. It no, it's on Etsy. Yeah. Okay. A water Pokemon. Uh, Squirty. Yeah. If I've. No, I believe if you. If I pulled the story, I I've vetted it. I know. You don't need to be checking. Out. I I believe you. Uh, there's Squirty, a water Pokemon. Uh, Squirty has a smooth round head with a large grooved turtle shell on its back. Uh, there's also. Pikey, which is a small electric Pokemon. Uh, for it's uh, it's a perfect size for an average Pokemon trainer. So uh, all the Pokemon toys are used with 100% skin-safe silicone. You can get a full set. Uh, there's a limited edition collector set as well. You can, which includes all four Pokemon products and your very own limited edition Poke case. So there you go. If you want to find out more about it, just go to Etsy and look up Pokemon sex toys. And you can order yourself your very own. There are going to be so many confused kids that find this oh, set. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh, it's Pokemon toys. Look at this. And somebody's going to come home and see their kid playing with these. Oh, God. Because the kid got into their stuff. It's an electric ear cleaner. Look, it's a Pokemon. All right, there you have it. That's my old crazy. There you go. All right. Um, okay, we've got a couple of things we need to get to, but mm. maybe we should do, should we do ball talk first, or should we say our happy birthdays in the middle and change it up? No, oh, we could change it up. Let's change it up. Okay. Let's just live crazy. Dangerous. You're very strange today. I'm stranger than usual. I know there's a lot of birthdays, and if you have a birthday and you would like us to say uh, happy birthday to you here on the show, please send us an email, because a lot of times we miss them. Um, so... First off, we need to say a very happy birthday to a brand new American. Oh my goodness! Who just got his American citizenship, he and sure we need did. him back in here anyway to now teach him some more uh, American lingo, so he can pass. So he can pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, he already passed. He already passed. He's official. 
But we got. But now we need to pass them in life. We need to give ask, them some like hip American lingo, right? Because clearly we're the hippest and most Americanist. So yes. we can definitely teach Americanist them. and hippest. Yes, and it is mock the Brit. Mock the Brit. Mock the Brit. Dash American now. And I saw that one of his favorite soccer players just joined the Timbers. I don't know who it is, but oh yes, Timbers was, did just sign somebody. Yes, and he's very excited about it. So congratulations on your on your guy getting on the Timbers, mock. <laughs> and congratulates uh, congratulations on being American. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. What damn right. It's being pointed out. It's not Mark the Brit. It's Mark the Not Brit. Well, he can still be Brit, mm. but he's Brit he's dash claimed, American. He's claimed no. America to be his country. No, it's Mark the Brit dash American. Mark the American Brit. No, it's Brit. No, that doesn't have British a British American. To it. British American. He's British American, not American British. Then he would be an American moving to Brit, Britain. He's mocked that the do, Brit your, dash your logic American. Makes no sense. That's not just not happening. Ma- Who's the other birthday? Mark the Brit Yankee, something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We also need to say happy birthday to Baby Greg's owners. It is Leah. It's Leah's birthday. Leah, you're like the best baby Greg owner. (laughs) (laughs) It is Leah's birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Leah. Happy birthday, Leah. You're the best. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. And if we have forgotten birthdays, I apologize and please let us know and I will fix that. I think our friend Mr. Jenky has the best name for Mark. It's like Mock, traitor to the crown. <laughs> <laughs> Which it totally is. Mock. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, happy birthday to everybody. Okay, we need to do some ball talk. I've got a little bit of ball talk. It's a big week, Sarah. Oh, yeah, the thing starts on Friday. It does. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Well, so we're going to talk about the Olympics here in a minute, but we have some other breaking ball talk news. There is a scandal in the NBA. Draymond Green, after beating somebody up at a wedding a couple of weeks ago, now posted a... What do you think he posted? A penis picture. Yep, on Snapchat. <laughs> uh, accordingly, according to him, it was oh, an accident. Did? Yes, he did. And there is, it is out there, apparently. It is. And I should probably do that, like how you had to research to make sure that my stories are uh, like are true. I need to make sure that this is actually... You go right ahead. I have no desire to, but he did apparently post one. He has apologized. Um, there Raymond are the... Green. He's, of course, a member of the U.S. basketball team representing the United States at the Olympics. And uh, his teammates have been merciless in... Uh, in making fun of him for this, and rightfully so. So has the internet. The memes that resulted from this are pretty damn funny. Uh, he hopefully has learned his lesson. But how do you keep making this mistake? How do people do that? Because maybe they don't, like us, understand Snapchat, and they thought that maybe he thought he was sending it to one person. But why send it at all? Greg, that's why you are a decent man. I do not know, and I'm glad that you were even asking that question because it doesn't even occur to so many people who send that shit that it's not something that they should do. So the fact that you don't understand it, just take that, give yourself a pat on the back, and okay. move forward. All right. I just, yeah, I just, I really don't get it. But okay, there we go. Um, moving on in Baltic to the Olympics. We have this. So the opening ceremonies are going to be this Friday. This Friday at, uh, they'll... I believe 4 p.m. Pacific time. However, NBC will not be broadcasting it live on television. They'll be doing everything tape delayed. And we can't see anything anywhere else? Like what stream? Sure, we can probably find it online. And I'm going to be looking into that. I'll give everybody a guide for that tomorrow. Cool. I'll see what we can find on, on where you can watch it. Although, you're not supposed to tweet about the Olympics. or and I, there's, a, there's actually a great um, show on HBO called Real Sports. It's Real Sports with Bryant Gumbel. And they did an hour and a half special on the Olympics and the Olympic Committee. And just how corrupt it is. Not the U.S. one, but like the overall governing body, the IOC. And the athletes down there are not allowed to... Not only can they not tweet about the Olympics. They can't tweet the word Olympics. They can't tweet the word um, finished first, second, third. They can't tweet gold, uh, silver, bronze. (laughs) The athletes themselves can't post those things on Twitter. And if they do, they will be kicked out of the Olympic Village and kicked out of the Games. Oh, my gosh. Well, that... I mean, who's going to be monitoring that? Is it like the... They've got a whole team of people that do it. 
So, and you said that nobody else is able to use those as well? But no, how c- no corporate entity okay. that is not, or no business that is not associated with the Olympics already, like bought into it. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be able to tweet Olympics or U.S. Olympics or, like, there's there's just every, there's just so many rules. That's weird that they have it yeah. so locked down, particularly since this is well, supposed to be like Well, they're the not going to be able to enforce that no. stuff to the general public for well, the athletes, is, so they can. This is supposed to be the we are the world, like, uniting thing. This is supposed to be like where everyone just kind of puts aside everything and you all do something together. No, it's all about it's money, 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 money. I know. Money, money, money. So, anyway, there's all these different rules, and it's hard to even keep track of all the rules that they have and how they're going to possibly enforce these, although they can against athletes. That's one thing they can do. They do have power over them. Um, but moving on with that, the opening ceremony will be on uh, this Friday. One of the things that's being brought up is about the USA team, uh, the USA's team. And oh, and their placement in the order? Well, there's a placement in their order because NBC was demanding that they be moved up so that or moved back in the lineup as the Parade of Nations goes through because it's alphabetical order. And they want them to be at the U so that they can get more people watching the full ceremony. Versus the, um, if it's in Portuguese, it'd be Estados, so they'd be way up top, and then they think people will tune out afterwards. Mm, okay. I don't think they're going to change it for NBC, but we'll see what happens. However, one thing that is uh, the big controversy now is the uh, USA Olympics team and their outfits that they're wearing, because every country has their own, you know, uniform outfit that they all wear. Oh, yeah, no, uniforms. I watch for the outfits every time. Yeah, last time, well, not last time, in Beijing. Let's see, controversy. Oh, no. Yeah. Controversy erupted in 2012 when it was discovered that the American outfits were made in China and not the the United States. I believe those were the London games. Um, So, yeah, the Americans' own outfits were not made in the USA. Of course not. That's pretty bad. (laughs) Well, now what's happening is it's Ralph Lauren who designs these. Now it's being brought up that the shirts the Americans are going to be wearing look remarkably like the Russian flag. They look like the Russian flag. It's a big white stripe, blue stripe, red stripe. I know it's the same colors, but the way it's set up, especially because they wear these blazers over them, so it looks like they're wearing a Russian flag. Wow. That's kind of what it looks like. I mean, it might be getting technical, but if you look at it, yeah, it does does look like that. You would think you would be able to change that up and do something different. Nonetheless, that's what they'll be wearing as they walk through. A couple other things of note. It's expected these may be the biggest dollar-earning Olympics of all time. Despite the fact that the people in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, will not be seeing that money. Um, it's expected that the corporate entities will be ma- and the IOC will make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. This documentary, I'm serious, if you can find it somewhere, it's so good exposing what the IOC does and how so insanely corrupt and, and strange it is. That's just all about money. I mean, yeah. and, and I know we all say that, but I mean, really, that's what it. I mean, it seems like that's, that's the only that's the only reason why you would put so many people at risk. Yeah, though they don't care. No, I know. They yeah, I figured it was just money's the bottom line. Yeah, the International Gross. Olympic Committee, when they show up someplace, they get um, their own lanes of traffic to be t- catered to. They demand like all these high end, expensive like cocktail parties and private transportation and boats and and uh, buildings built just for them. Mm. And, like it's crazy. But uh, one thing we may not be seeing much of, though, is records being broken because people are saying, scientists are saying, that humans may have already reached the limit of their potential. (laughs) We've already peaked. We've already peaked. (laughs) That humans will not be able to go faster or jump higher than very... Tiny that's, margins. That's completely different from anything I've ever read because I thought it said that humans are just getting stronger and. This is this is from a from an analysis that was done saying that don't expect very much because we have reached the fundamental limits imposed by human biology. That's what it's saying. Hmm, that's depressing. Yeah. So there we go. I kind of don't believe that. I think that that's just somebody saying, nope, it can't be done. That's it. We're all over. Maybe they're like setting expectations low. So when people are breaking all of these records this summer, it'll be a pleasant surprise. Could be. I just hope the athletes don't get sick. Mm -hmm. Uh, The water sports. Oh, that's one other thing. The recommendation has come out for all athletes who are competing in the Bay for the, uh, there's like 28 different games or something like that that revolve around 
um, I don't know what all the sports are, like kayaking and stuff that's that takes place in the bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're telling the athletes, do not, under any circumstances, dunk your head under the water. Oh. Don't dunk your head under the water because you're at extreme risk for all kinds of things if their heads go underwater. Which has got to be hard for a kayaker because that's part of it. You roll over if you oh. if you get dunked. That's how you get back up. You have to roll over. So they're going to be completely engrossed in the water. It's so bad. Oh, wow. But anyway, there we go. Uh, the Olympics, starting this Friday, celebration of the world. Shit show 2016. It is definitely a shit show. There's so many shit shows 2016. Oh, this, this is, is but the But this first. is a legitimate 2000. Wait, what? 2016. Did you say 16? Yeah, is it 2016? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Okay, that's what you said? Yes. Sounded like you said something else. All right, there we go. The Shit Show Olympics start this Friday. That concludes this edition <laughs> of Ball Talk. That always throws me off the most when I say something like that I completely 100% believe to be true, and then someone's like, wait, what did you say? I'm like, it sounded like you said 13 for some reason, and that, that was obviously me. I'm going to... I'm gonna. I'm going to go with you definitely said 16. Yeah. I just heard it wrong. No, you just freaked me out because I'm like, wait, it's 2016, <laughs> right? And, yeah. And then again, I'm like tricked that easily. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Oh, boy. It's going to be some interesting it's... television this uh, oh, yes. summer to fall. Oh, oh yes. I will be watching. I'll, I'll uh, give a report tomorrow on how much... We uh, <laughs> on uh, on where you can where you can find and watch a bunch of the shows. Awesome. Yeah, for the for the Olympics, where you can watch it online. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail Give us a call 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. We really do appreciate it. Okay. You're awesome. Um, all right. Tomorrow we're back on a normal schedule, and we do have some guests coming up this week. We do. We do. And we'll be letting you know yes. as they get closer. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, everybody. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.